Hi, I'm Max Hoberman from Certain Affinity, and when I'm not making awesome multiplayer games, I'm listening to IGN's Podcast Unlocked. Podcast Unlocked. What's happening, everybody? Podcast Unlocked, episode 173. Palindrome. Palindrome time. Yeah. Another one? Yeah, there's another one. Every week? Yeah, every every once in a while. Every other week, it's Palindrome. Yeah. Uh, What do we got? A couple shows left before the holiday break. Yeah. Although we got that outtake show on deck for you while we're not here. One of us is going to get fired in that, because I feel like we've said things that I didn't, and I didn't realize were being recorded. (laughs) Yeah. That is fireable, jailable. Deathable. I thought you said jailable. Jailable. Jiggleable. She's j- oh jigglypuff. He's a little guy. <laughs> Ty, you brought it back. <laughs> yeah, to fidgies. Turn back to fidgies. Palindromes. <laughs> yeah. fidgies. Well, you know what? That assumes that any of our bosses listen to this show. That's true. Oh. If you are one of our bosses and listen Please to the show, unsubscribe <laughs> email us. Email us at <laughs> unlocked.com. If you're Steve Butts. Yeah. Like uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. To my left, Mitch Dyer. I'm back. What up? What did I miss last week? You missed your way cooler doppelganger, Mitch Powers. Yeah. Mitch offering up free copies of Limbo. Wait, is it multiple powers? Mitch, Mitch no powers. one man could have Single all power. that power. No, no, power. multiple powers. Power. You have, Mitch, you have Mitch Power, singular. Singular power. Oh, okay, singular power. I, I gave him too much credit. He's not that oh. great. He's not that great. He's only got well, one power, but if you have the right power, one power is enough. His power sure. is the power of love and sharing. That, which is well, a, that's two which powers. Is a, the, a power the world needs Some more would say of. One a word. weakness. What? Love? And sharing. Sharing. And sharing. Well, again, sharing. that's two powers. He's yeah. power. Like, love and sharing are different. <laughs> Marty Sleva, how are you? I am doing fantastic. You are dressed to the seven and a half today. <laughs> I was say. That's all I strive <laughs> yeah. for. 7.8. Yeah, it's IGN. It's 7.8. It's got to be point yeah, eight. Had to record a, a Game of the Year video today. Got a hot date. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't do either. I don't have either of those things that's today. That's all right. No. You got a kid. You don't need to. You, you did it already. I have a Dota day tonight. That's me. You're a sad human being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, joining us after uh, an extended absence, both at work and, of course, from the show. We haven't had you on in quite some time. Jared Petty, welcome back, my Woo! friend. Hey, thanks, guys. Just, I'm really happy to be here. Thanks yeah. for inviting me uh, on, Ryan. Of course. It is wonderful to see you. Uh, obviously, our our listeners are aware of uh, what I, mm-hmm. I not to make you relive it for the seven millionth time. But you were uh, you were hit head on by a woman who decided it would be a good idea in her life and the lives of others to get high on drugs. Do we know what kind of drugs yet? Are you? Uh, I, I'm not sure how much I should say. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, if yep. that makes probably sense. a good idea. Uh, so, but I can tell you that we were hit head on by an impaired driver on the Bay Bridge. Yeah, and going, uh, the, she was going the wrong, the way. wrong way up the Bay Bridge, which is a feat. I was. That's uh, what I told my wife, like, <laughs> that's really hard to do yeah. on the Bay Bridge because yeah. the way it's laid out. Yeah, it only it only goes one way. So how, how she did no that? No idea how she got there. Uh, yep. It's like trying to go reverse a Mario Kart. It's hard. Yeah, it's extra. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's very comfortable. Except with near lethal consequences. Sure. Uh, right. You know, and that's the, <laughs> there's that little caveat. I was actually not particularly badly hurt. My mm-hmm. wife was almost killed. Well, which of um, you was driving, if I may ask? Uh, Angie, okay, uh, my wife. So uh, she was sitting on the left side. We were struck head on, but I about two-thirds of the impact really came on her side of the oh. car. I was in about the three square feet of car that was not particularly damaged somehow. Um, I, I really was extraordinarily fortunate. So yeah, uh, Angie is recovering now. Uh, she had some dangerous uh, surgery that went well. Great. Mm-hmm. And um, she's not going to walk for months. 
frankly. Yeah. But um, she's in therapy. She's getting stronger. Uh, she does new things every day that she couldn't do before. She had no brain damage. That's awesome. Um, awesome. All and, this uh, is good news. Yeah, so all great stuff. And the, the Podcast Beyond uh, and Podcast Unlocked audiences both uh, just did extraordinary things for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the- unlocked listeners, I thanks is not enough. Um, I can't I cannot convey because I'm dumb. Uh, <laughs> the uh, what you what what you did meant for my family. Yeah, thanks awesome. to everybody who donated. You know, we mentioned the the GoFundMe link on the show, which uh, you know a couple of our coworkers here were kind mm-hmm. enough to set up. Because yes, you know, and what I think most people get the other than the occasional random. Uh, ignoramus on twitter is that uh, insurance <laughs> yes we have insurance here at ign but it doesn't cover everything particularly in a particularly uh extreme scenario like the one your family suffered from yeah i again i i'm not sure how many details i should go into on that but um you know um it's not what you expect i can tell you that uh, i uh, i i'm a flaming commie liberal uh and um <laughs> uh you know healthcare for all please Please, please, yep. you can't begin to fathom if you haven't been around somebody this happens and uh, just what the implications are long term for mm-hmm. ones. So yeah. that gift and not just the financial gifts, though. I mean, what it meant. I, I, I have the best job in the world. I play video games for a living. I, I'm a grotesque man child surrounded by wonderful people. <laughs> also, grotesque gro- man also grotesque man children. Also gro- grotesque man children. Yeah, yeah. and some grotesque women children. <laughs> yeah. uh, all of us together here. And it's great. Um and then on top of that, these these literally uh, thousands of people I've never met yeah. just decided to be kind and tell me that it was going to be okay. And let me tell you that there were nights that that was the difference between breaking down again and falling asleep. Well, it's nice, you know, sometimes we get caught up in a lot of the uh, the negative vocal minority sure. that, that tend mm-hmm. to dominate the comments on, on, on IGN a lot. But it's that silent majority that comes out <laughs> For yeah. things like this that are... Uh, and they weren't silent, man. And again, I, I'm sorry. I'm kind of hijacking your, no, your podcast. No, so no, thank you. You're Sarah, here. But. I mean, not only do we want to say hello to you, but we have a, a very Jared-centric story. In fact, you literally wrote the story for IGN. We're going to talk about Ralph Bear coming yeah. up, who I think a lot of our readers, our listeners in this case, don't even know who yeah, he is. Absolutely. And so yeah. this is going to be a good segment, which you're mm-hmm, just the perfect mm-hmm. guy for. So we'll talk about that. And we'll give away... Uh, I want to thank continuing staying on the generosity note a lot of people sent in more extra codes for limbo on xbox one so nice. we've actually got a legit cool prize to give yeah. away for the next at least several shows so thanks to all of you that that donated a copy of limbo for xbox one we'll tuck that just inside the sleeve of your guitar hero van halen <laughs> so you can find it in there which will you play first yeah. i wonder hmm. uh so that'll be fun and then before we move on i just want to say uh, nightfall halo nightfall is quietly uh, wrapped up. The, all five episodes are out there. Are yep. you guys watching it? Any nope. of you? No. I couldn't stomach the first episode and I stopped. You, could you even make it through the first episode? No. No, I stopped halfway. Wow. Yeah. Like, I I like Locke. He seems potentially interesting, but, yeah. like, the look of that show... So, so, like, looking at that show makes me nauseous. Like, it just has a gross... <laughs> just has a gross look to it. And, like, maybe that's the point. They want this world to be, like, it's about a dying world, right? Yeah. And bad things happening on it. And I just kind of feel ill looking at that show. It's just dark and grimy and grim and just unpleasant. And then the story itself is just like totally silly. Are you allergic to dystopia, Mitch? (laughs) (laughs) I only subscribe to Utopias here. Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah, I watched the pilot. Uh, I guess, I don't know if that's what you'd call it. But the first episode, uh, I like Locke. Uh, That guy's a rad actor, especially on The Good Wife. 
Heard of that show? Up on literally every podcast ever. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I'm excited for the fact that he is going to seemingly play a very major role in uh, Hill Five. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was in the same way. It, it felt uh, just minor and unimportant to me. Yep. Yeah, I, I do want to get caught up on it, but I'm only I'm only two episodes in. I got three yeah. more, and I almost have to like sit down and just I, be like, all right, I'm just just gonna do. Yeah, this I I, wa- mm-hmm. I have not been impressed really sure. by not that I think it's horrible, but I haven't been wowed. It just yeah, feels empty. Just, like I don't think it's like on. I, I mean, I stopped watching it, but I don't think it's unwatchable. I just think it's boring. Yeah, I don't know if Halo just needs Spartans in it because they're more interesting. Yes, yeah. I don't know because the books about O and I are really cool. Yeah, I, hmm. I never got quite that far. I've read the first several books, which encompass the games, yeah. and then like, what was, what's the one, uh, what's the one that ends with them trapped in like a Dyson sphere? I think it was Ghost of Onyx. That's it. That's the last one I read, which was good. But what the hell's a Dyson sphere? <laughs> it's a thing where space time is weird and space thing <laughs> stuff. Okay. Sure. Nailed it. Science Hours for Podcast Unlocked. <laughs> I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson. Coming up on the show this week. I'm going to come on Cosmos Wait, Unlocked. was it a Tyson sphere or a Dyson sphere? Ooh, it's like a vacuum. Miles like Tyson, a, a inventor of Skynet. We have to stop this forever. Oh, there we are. Happening. Okay. That's... I don't know. All your sci-fi worlds are colliding. Give me co- out of sphere. Michael Crichton's Dyson sphere. This I'm guessing. Get us out of here. <laughs> That's really good. This is super that dumb. That was really good. No, it wasn't. Yes, oh, it was. Man. Don't do that. <laughs> on our on our spinoff pop culture podcast that some people after last week are demanding we start, we'll have to talk about the Terminator Genesis. Trailer. Half a, half of the Ooh. people were demanding we start, and the other half were like, literally oh, never do that yeah, again. Yeah, like please shut up. We talked about movies for like twenty minutes. But uh, the first all right, minutes of so we'll move on and talk about Ralph Bear, Street Fighter Five on PS4, Rise of the Tomb Raider, all kinds of stuff. Right after this. <laughs> IGN's number one Xbox podcast, the podcast on love presents. All right, welcome to the News Unlocked this week in the Xbox news scene. I think it's starting to quiet down a little bit yeah. towards yeah. the holidays. No, yeah, I looked at the new releases this week. It's bleak. It's yeah. pretty bleak. One good game that I actually totally forgot about, yeah. which we'll get to. But first, uh, a, a unfortunate an, an unfortunate death to report this week. Ralph Baer, the inventor of effectively the game console itself, mm-hmm. passed away at age 92. Now, I will admit, having played video games my whole life, I've heard the name mm-hmm. Ralph Bear, but I didn't really know who he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you guys in the I same mean, yeah, for, yeah. for I would say most people, they sort of, in their minds, video games start with Miyamoto mm-hmm. yeah. and then go on from there. But yeah. it's like, well, now they've been around for a long time before 85. Yeah, very long time. Like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, long time. Uh, so, Jared, yeah, you wrote actually the, I don't know if I would call it necessarily an obituary, but a wonderful sort of in memoriam piece. It's a nice tribute. On IGN. Yeah, wonderful tribute. I wanted to write like a, a short little thing that just said, hey guys, here's why it was important. In, yeah. And uh, if you haven't heard of him before. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, Bear was uh, extraordinarily important. You know, our industry is very young. We forget about that sometimes. Uh, but, but we, yeah, we're not used to people dying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, other than. Um, uh, I mean, you think about somebody like Danny Bunton, for example, mm-hmm. that died, or, um, oh, goodness, uh, inventor of the Game Boy. My brain just went dead. Um, no, Uchi? Oh, no. Uh, no, uh, no. Gosh, oh, he died this year. Gunpei Yukoi. No, oh, yeah. Gunpei oh, Yukoi. Actually, year. that was a while ago. Uh, was it? I thought it was when I was at TGS. He was, ki- he was killed. No, no. Gunpei Yukoi was killed in a car accident years yeah. ago. Um, what am I? Who died at TGS? Uh-oh. I don't know who died. Hopefully, did no you? No. Are you a ghost? <laughs> okay, so no, Marty's, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look Marty's looking up who's dead. In the meantime, I'm just embarrassed <laughs> for forgetting Gunpei Yuko's name. Um, but okay, so Ralph. Here's Bear, Marty with who's dead. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ralph Baer uh, is this uh, television engineer, immigrant to the United States, uh, did all kinds of things. Inventor extraordinary. Invented, yeah. you know, everything from voice-activated intercoms to parachute systems. <laughs> and he uh, he liked to work on television. So he had a degree in that. And he, he looked at a TV one day, uh, according to his accounts, probably sometime around in the 1950s, and said, what can I do with this besides watch TV? And he got the idea for interacting with the television, that it might be possible to play a game, to take direct control of the image processing and combine that with some kind of logic circuit right. and make games. And, you know, we take that for granted, but Ralph Baer was one of the first guys to come up with that idea. Yeah. Uh, and then he did. Now, there are other people who did neat things with screens before that. You know, Willie Higginbottom, uh, he used an oscilloscope to make Tennis for Two, which was kind of a, a volleyball-type game. And there were a couple other examples early but on. it wasn't Steve. a tennis game? It was a uh, volleyball game. Tennis for Two. Well, okay. T- yeah, was, okay, I was, <laughs> My was whole tennis. life has been a lie. <laughs> no, no. I, I told her wrong. It's, it's more of a tennis. Yeah. It was also um, a palindrome. Yeah. There, oh. <laughs> Then Wait. there was, uh, no. you know, of course, Steve oh, Russell no, Marty. Uh, and the MIT kids that, that got together and invented Space War on mm-hmm. a PDP computer. But again, they were working with a computer. They're like, this is a thing that is inherently interactive. Their yeah. whole thing was like, hey, how do we make this do stuff? Ralph Baer looked at a TV, which already had a purpose, and was like, oh, what else I could do with that? Mm-hmm. And in 1966, he got to work on it in earnest, uh, kind of as a passion project. He made a list of video game genres. Uh, like action games and sports games and educational games and artistic games. And, you know, a lot of the ones that, that make up our, our genres today. And then he just hardwired this thing and built it. Uh, it was He called it the brown box. Later he called it the Skill-A-Vision, uh, which was a cute little play on. <laughs> Makes me hungry yeah. for some reason. <laughs> but it was finally marketed uh, as the Odyssey Magnavox licensed the thing. He worked for like a defense contractor. And that's where he did the work on this thing. And, of course, they had no idea how to sell the thing. So Mag- Magnavox marketed it. Magnavox didn't realize what they had. Uh, apparently, they made about 350,000 of them. And it, was, it did all kinds of neat stuff. It, uh, it was cartridge-based. Now, the cartridges weren't ROMs. They actually hit dip switches inside the unit to change the games. Um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah, and it had wired controllers. Now, he wasn't the only guy to come up with that idea. The MIT kids did that with Space War too. Got the idea that it's really hard to like you know reach over and touch the console controls and so make a little wired controller. And he was like, uh, I think Chris Kohler originally made this point, um, he was a TV engineer, so he thought, like, vertical, horizontal. So they put, like, vertical, horizontal knobs on it, and that's how you controlled it. It didn't have a joystick or anything. Yeah. Uh, but but still, a really neat innovation, and he put all these different games into it. The graphics were so primitive on Odyssey that you had these screen overlays that you stuck to your television set mm-hmm. that came in the box Like the with Call it. of Duty cheaters do now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Come full circle. Yeah, you know, I remember in college, we used to take uh, Post-it notes and put it over the radars in GoldenEye uh, so we couldn't see <laughs> each other. You could just turn uh, the radars off. Really? Yeah, if you're one of the cheats is no radars. Well, I'm really stupid. Then. <laughs> so uh, didn't have access to Nintendo Power that year. What did Ralph do? What did Mr. Bear do in his later years? Okay, so yeah, R- Ralph Bear does this, invents this, and they, it never took off. He knew what he had. Magnavox didn't, and he just went on and kept inventing things. He loved doing that. The thing you might know him best for, beyond honesty, you know Simon. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a kid of the '80s. Yeah, Ralph Bear invented Simon. No kidding. What? Yeah. That's uh, awesome. that thing. Yeah, he invented Simon. He invented all kinds of stuff. He invented he, Tamagotchis? Uh, no, he did not invent Tamagotchis. Okay. That was Bondi. But, okay. Did um, he invent Tiger handheld gaming consoles? He did not. Although, ti- well, okay. That, did anyone really invent those? Those just dropped from the heavens. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, right. Those yes. are like a primordial. Just a crack opened up in the earth. <laughs> <laughs> it reeked of sulfur. And, and then one of those came out. Yeah. Yes, bowling. <laughs> Best one was Bo Jackson football and baseball that you flipped. Like to play both yep, of them. That's had awesome. Two Sports screens. star. That's wow. actually awesome. My grandparents gave me that for Christmas. Christmas one year when I wanted a Game Boy. Uh, I love it very much. Oh, man. Uh, but, so there's, uh, yeah, uh, he invented that. He invented, like, 
recordable talking electronic children's books and, uh, you know, uh, like video cassette interfaces that let you do voice stuff. With, uh, just all kinds of neat stuff his whole life. He invented, apparently up to he died at the age of 92, he was still inventing for fun. That's awesome. uh, and uh, So, yeah, uh, Bear is, uh, you know, we don't know. Nobody's ever told what would have happened. But along with um, along with uh, Steve Russell and the MIT kids, along with Nolan Bushnell, who really got the idea for how to do an arcade game right, and you know, and a few other people, he's one of the true founding fathers of video games, mm-hmm. and he did invent the idea of home video game consoles. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Cool dude, and yeah. uh, losing him, you know, he's, he's he's not been in the midst of things for a long time. But these guys matter. Guys, our yeah. history is is precious. And again, we're kind of still, we're just coming into like the end of the silent film I was era. Just, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, like, like we owe him it. everything, right? Yeah. Now. Someday there will be a proper. I mean, I'm sure it exists somewhere in some form, but a real like video game museum. Actually, that's, that's happening. Um, Good. Uh, I, yeah, I've got some news on that from uh, David Crane and uh, Gary Kitchen, uh, who I had dinner with a few weeks ago before the accident, and informed me that the Video Game Museum Initiative, which has existed for years, is yeah. finally getting a home. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. So uh, when I have more news on that, I, I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to reveal yet, but I can Fair tell enough. you that You're that's keeping happening. keeping a lot of things close to the vest. So, yep. Sorry. Yep. I'm yep. kidding. Have you even told us your secrets off the air? Yeah, yeah. So I have many others. Also, well. uh, a lot of people have referred to Ralph Bear as the Jay Allard of his time. <laughs> Take a shot, fans. <laughs> Marty just crowbarred one in. So, guys, uh, learn more about this guy. He wrote a book called Video Games in the Beginning. Uh, it's got, like, his schematics for all this stuff, oh, his patent man. applications. You can still build a brown box using his plans uh, if you really want to. Um, and uh, he was also, you know, he ne- he made money off of this stuff, but he never became like the entrepreneurial figure that right. that some of the tech whizzes did. You know, it, Steve Jobs was a good marketing guy, so he got a lot of press. And and Nolan Bushnell had a lot of neat ideas, and he became and Miyamoto. So some of these yeah. guys became, but uh, he, he may have profited less directly than, than yeah. some of those guys did, maybe, and certainly became less famous. Because of that, and because of a lot of litigation stuff, sometimes the tone of some of the writing is kind of like, "Well, really, guys, I did it," you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but don't hold that against him. He had a lot of legitimate grievances yeah. too. So well, rest in peace, Ralph Bear. It passes away at age ninety-two. Without him, we wouldn't be able to argue about things like third-party console Woo! exclusives. That was really good. <laughs> That so was amazing. That, yeah. I just got excited. That was, <laughs> that was kind of Ric Flair right there. <laughs> we call it Flarian. I'm trying to see Flarian. if it's spiked on the, the waveform there. I don't see it's. I broke a glass. A, yeah. a little bit. The windows step of IGN your, shattered. Your game up. Yep. So, uh, little baby waveform. Mitch. Yes, sir. The latest salvo has been fired uh, after, after the Tomb Raider, Rise of Tomb Raider thing. Yep. Sony has struck back. Correct. The Sony strikes back. And Are you is, calling Sony the Empire? I don't you know. Just Everybody's the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's Everybody's there the are no Empire. rebels. Yeah. We are the rebels. <laughs> if anybody, Nintendo's <laughs> the, the rebels. <laughs> Nintendo is like the Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Ichiwawa. Yeah. <laughs> Yubnub, et cetera. Uh, yeah, Street Fighter V was officially announced after it got leaked. It is a PlayStation 4 and PC exclusive. With cross-platform play to Which is amazing. Except, yeah. I, I mean, and I'm not saying this to troll, I don't know anyone that plays fighting games on a PC. Okay, so for me, PC was, le- was less about personal computers and more about this is also going to be an arcade, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That yeah. could be too. That's Presumably. sort of like where I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, God, in theory, like, Fighting games on PC makes a lot of sense in a world where Steamboxes aren't a total myth. Uh, True. I, I do it 
but I have a pretty decent PC and, and <laughs> yeah, you're a weirdo. But, yeah. but I mean, just like <laughs> the setup of most people, it isn't conducive to like a fighting yeah. game, right? Like you right. don't sit but, there with two arcade sticks and fighting. Yeah, my PC. living room is rigged through Unless, my PC. Yeah, yeah. but so, let's exactly. talk. I mean, so this is you know this is not coming to Xbox. I'm we're sh- I'm sure that Super Street Fighter Five will yeah. come out for Xbox sure. One in a six. Are you are you sure months. of that, my friend? <laughs> I'm never sure of anything. <laughs> if anybody listens to the show long enough, they know never to believe any of my predictions. <laughs> I think we owe each other like 100 lunches. Did I, we had a lunch bet. Did we... What I don't was know. The last I'm one? almost positive that Vince owes me a steak dinner for the Destiny 2 thing. Yes. So th- I, that is going to taste mm, good. But we had the, the lunch bet that was basically... The, oh, pre- you, the premise of it was just so we can go to In-N-Out. Right. You wanted to lose just so... Yeah. Oh, what was that's the why that entire dumb In-N-Out. It's the Xbox I, price that the price that's is... Right. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So we'll find out in January. What is yep. with you guys in In-N-Out? I, I, don't, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, man. It's we get like to, uh, z- zealots know, in church. To each their own, my friend. <laughs> Why you gotta judge our, our burger habits? I'm sorry. I just so uh, it, it, I got one right across the street. It just doesn't feel special. That's fair. Well, maybe one day when you move away, you'll be like, now I'd be sure. I should have treasured it more. I am a hundred percent going to In and Out for dinner tonight. Oh I went How is this happening again? <laughs> I'm having the. This is PTSD. What is going on? Why is it happening? Deja vu. What are we talking about right now? Street Fighter Five. Three by three three for the win. Uh, Sorry. Street Fighter Five by five, please. Three by three. Now there's a there's (laughs) an In and Out burger right there. So uh, do you guys think this is going to continue? We've had each company sort of fire fire off a, a salvo here. Are there are more games going to get this treatment? Where are there third party franchises that? They're going to get bought up, or you know, the next iteration of it will get right. Bought like, up do by we one. see Assassin's Creed Victory exclusive to PS4 or whatever? Right? Or is right. Resident Evil Seven, whenever that happens, or a Resident Evil reboot? Is that going to be a console? Jared, exclusive? what do you think? I was, I, okay, speaking purely off the cuff, I think it's a, a matter of pocket depth. You know, money hunting's been going on for a long time. This is hardly the first time this has happened. It's not going to be the last. It's a mm-hmm. if I it, console exclusivity used to be a. a, a bigger selling point than it is now. Maybe they're realizing, hey, if we have games the other guy doesn't, yeah. that's great. So, yeah. you know, I mean, everybody, so it, maybe it's worth dumping a whole lot of money in to, to, to push some consoles. I mean, you saw what happened with the price reduction with uh, with the Xbox already. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. If, if I've got the pockets, I'm going to bleed money yeah. to pull up some exclusives right now so I can say I got something the other guy doesn't. Yeah, sure. Absolutely, it's going to happen more. I think it will, but it won't happen in the way we expect. Like, this is an anomaly that will not... Ex- persist throughout the rest of the generation because the the purchases Microsoft is making excuse me are strange and they have been for years I mean the rare acquisition at the time was like wow they got one of the best developers in the world making nothing yeah okay cool right by Ghoulies they acquired uh, Mojang and now like they don't get it's not like they have Minecraft exclusive to Xbox One because Mm -hmm. that's not what that company is right so I don't know what they're doing there. I, maybe the next Minecraft game is an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, there know. may be something that you know, we don't that's well, just Or you out license it out for exorbitant fees. Right. Yeah, yeah, and that could be it too. But it just seems like a, from the outside looking in, it is a strange purchase. Yeah. Uh, Tomb Raider makes more sense. Like mm-hmm. that is – you are well, stealing a PlayStation brand out from underneath And Sony. I think Tomb Raider – I mean, with all due respect to Street Fighter, I think Tomb Raider casts a bit of a wider net than Street Fighter does. I mean, the fighting games are popular, but – they're yeah. kind of a just a. I don't want to pigeonhole them to say they're a niche genre, but mm-hmm. I think the there's a very fervent but smaller community for fighting games than there is for say a Tomb Raider style action mm-hmm. adventure. Yeah, that's that's a valid point. But uh, Street Fighter is easily the most 
accessible Absolutely. Uh, you know in terms of and like what people name. know about well, you know, exactly. street fighter that's like that's along with street Mortal fighter Kombat. That's, that's, yeah that's my big thing is like yes i think tomb raider will sell more than street fighter 5 regardless of exclusivity like like you said that is a game that people just are more gravitating toward based on what it is it's more mass appeal street fighter is the brand awareness, like the fact that Street Fighter is now a PlayStation brand, right. looks really good for that's Sony. True. That's Street true. Street Fighter, like Marty might not play Street Fighter, but him looking at that is like he can see that and perceive, wow, that's a huge deal. They have Street Fighter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Also, it's funny because literally, was it last week on this podcast where we were talking about that rumor that always exists that Microsoft's going to buy Capcom? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like well. <laughs> Whoops. Well, Whoops. It, you know, it is interesting that you bring also, that, that up. Also, that sounds like a terrible investment. Yeah. Maybe this they'll is, do it. This is now the second major uh, Capcom IP that has gotten this treatment because remember, Dead, Dead Rising, Rising 3 mm-hmm. was was given, Microsoft, you know, ponied up and yep. and sold it as a first party game, and it's never come to any PlayStation platform. It came to PC. Yeah. But yeah, so, and Capcom is a company that we've talked a lot about, <laughs> a lot about regarding how they've really uh, suffered in recent years compared to, you know, the early part of the last generation when they were just on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're kind of, you know, floating along. And, you know, you mentioned Resident Evil, like mm-hmm. Resident Evil 7. Was like maybe, yeah, maybe Microsoft does be like, does say, hmm, we don't really have. Because remember Phil on this show, when the last time he was here and we interviewed him, he said he kind of looks at genres. Like yeah. What, and Tomb Raider fills Makes a void sense, for that. Yeah. yeah. Survival horror is not has an never area. been anything anyone associates with an Xbox. Well, and yeah. yeah, Microsoft doesn't have a first party yeah. game in that category. Yeah. Whereas, you know, maybe. Sony has Until Dawn now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, maybe uh maybe a Resident Evil does make sense yeah. to, for for Phil to swoop in and be like, "Okay." I mean, they've also they never... got Capcom on speed dial. Yeah, that's right. all I'm saying. <laughs> they've never clarified Silent Hills, right? Cuz I mean, obviously PT was a PS4 exclusive, but have they ever just come out and said, hey, Silent Hills is coming to everything? I don't believe so. But they've also not said it's an exclusive, right? No, they haven't said... They've not announced any platforms for Silent Hills. Like, uh, PT is a PlayStation game, Silent Hills... We don't know. What about Wii U's? You think I'll come to Wii U? No. That's a weird thing to say. No. (laughs) No. 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 So Phil Spencer did comment on this on Twitter on the Street Fighter thing. He said, quote, business deals happen. We don't do all of them. When we have a first-party franchise in a genre, mm-hmm. I'd rather invest in ours. He Killer says. Instinct. Uh, exactly. And that was exactly what he cited. Oh, okay. And so he said, uh, regarding the next year for Xbox, Spencer said, quote, we'll have surprises, announces, and great games shipping in 2015. We'll deliver on all three. Which actually kind of brings me to the next point I wanted to bring up here was uh, the PlayStation experience that just happened mm-hmm. this past weekend. Mm-hmm. As it, in the eyes of an Xbox fan... Uh, to me, I looked at it and said, bravo, Sony. You mm-hmm. really engaged your hardcore faithful there. Yeah. You you had mm-hmm. this big event in Vegas that was, you know, everything in society now has a con. Sure. Comic-Con, Dragon-Con, LARPer-Con, Minecraft-Con. I'm so happy you evoked Dragon-Con. That yeah. just makes me feel <laughs> There's a furry con. There's a furry con. There, there, seriously, there, but there is a con for everything. And now Sony just threw... PlayStation yeah. Con, Sony Con. Yeah. And it does make a lot of sense because, yeah, you just re-energize the, those faithful. And it does. I, I did kind of look at that and go, man, I wish Microsoft would do yep. something Yeah, I was like about that. to say, like, let's veer off, like, go a little bit off topic, off, off script here, and talk about do you think Microsoft will have one? Do you think Microsoft will respond? Because they don't strike me as a company that has any interest in, a, in an event like this at all. Well, I think they 
didn't for but you, you remember you they kind of did this with the like X05, X06 yeah. back, you know, years but ago. But they stopped in like 08. Correct. Yeah. And then it sort of devolved into I say devolved and that sounds sort of derogatory, but whatever. Sure. The they would have a spring showcase oh, yeah. around GDC for media only. Yeah. Uh, and then that's even gone away. Yeah. And now they just hold all their stuff for E3. What they call it time. Micron? <laughs> I think they'd get sued for that. No, they oh, just okay. channeled the Dustin right there. Do you think they own? Do you think they own Minecon and they can just have that now oh. <laughs> with a little corner for the Xbox? Oh, yeah, people who own Mojang. But, but you know, yeah. I would love to go to an Xbox. Like if if Phil decided to bring it back and like, all right, we're gonna have X15 in San Francisco, California. Where, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, somewhere nice. AT and T Park. <laughs> somewhere where I can crawl to. Yeah. <laughs> Six twenty-five Second Street, third floor. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere for fans to Nailed go. It. You know, it's uh, let's say what's a good time? Maybe August, like maybe right before Gamescom. Yeah, like you right know? after E three, yeah. you have a ton of demos you can show. Yeah, and and then other announces you could hold for that. Yeah. You could have you know Sony. I thought the PlayStation PlayStation experience. I thought it was cool that they had panels. Yeah. With yeah. Uh, people like. Uh, uh, Greg, Greg, and <laughs> yeah, our own people. No, but I mean, yeah, it was Sean Murray, Bloodborne. Yeah, The uh, thing is, I don't think Microsoft has like Phil talks about. We have announcements coming. They don't have enough to facilitate an event like this. We don't know that though. And traditionally, that. I mean, like traditionally, yeah. they don't. And when they do have announcements like indie games, like Sony has, Sony is so good about making me care about indie games. That's true. Especially games like Bastion. I've already played. When Marty's going to replay Grim Fandango, yeah. like we <sighs> hooted and hollered in the office when they announced Grim Fandango. Uh, Day of the Tentacle. Day of the like it was awesome. It just it was so many awesome games that you know would never get stage time at E3 because they're tiny. That's true. That's yeah. true. But when you have them in such rapid succession like Sony does, it's just like games, 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 games. This console has thirty games coming in the next year that I now know about. That's yeah. amazing. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't list ten Xbox games off the top of my well, head. Well, I'd say I started. Year. I kind of went into this on Twitter a little bit, and <laughs> I feel like the strategy. You know, for two boxes that are fundamentally almost the same thing yeah. on sure. the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the strategies to get to the end goal, which is market domination, couldn't be more different. You've got Microsoft taking the strategy of tentpole, huge franchises that, you know, one Halo game sells as much as half of the entire Sony first-party yeah. lineup for that yep. year. Uh, you know, so they, they go for those events, like just, like, you know, like the equivalent of a summer blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sony has been... I don't want to. I'm not. I wouldn't put it as quantity over quality, but you know, just they've been, they've been content to take risks on funding all these smaller, interesting ideas. Yeah. You wouldn't buy a console for any one of them. Sure. But taken as a whole, like wow, well, that that platform now is suddenly pretty what was cool. the, yeah. the the legendary IGN Jim Riley bet? Like he bet that Gears of War three would outsell. Every Sony With exclusive Colin in that year. and yeah, and it, like and it also Uncharted Two and God of War Three yeah. and yeah. all of these games that you you would expect to sell huge, and it's like no, like Microsoft's franchises, they're big franchises, they're big. they sell, but yeah. it's so, huge. I remember re- you know listening to to game writers and commentators for years talk about how as as the mid level studios fell away, that that wonderful PlayStation era world where smaller games and larger games could coexist mm-hmm. on the same platform in the original PlayStation. Yeah. That, that the great time that we had there were just big games, little games, all kinds of games coming and coming and coming, yep. and great game, and that that was not going to happen again. Well, it looks like somebody at Sony looked at that and said, well, well maybe yeah. we can find a way to, to make an this extent, work. I actually feel like, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe you guys will disagree. I feel like Sony is almost running. 
Microsoft's own playbook from the early 360 era. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Signing on, yes. you know, indies, well, not, and not indies, and I'm talking about like sort of lower, like lesser B, known like PC, yeah, double B, A B titles. Yeah. I don't, again, not in a derogatory no, of way. Course. Just, just like financially, not, they're not huge. They're right. not going to get Call of Duty and Destiny and marketing. Those are the games that Microsoft had all over the place in the early days on 360, and then it's they've sort of seemingly shifted their strategy. And it to works. The tentpole. Shadow Complex is one of the best-selling XBLA games of all time. Yeah, they, like they, best-selling they, Xbox games. It's huge. Yeah, like obviously aside from like multi-million discs. And I'm not saying, and I'm not knocking either strategy. I just think mm-hmm. it's. I think they're both. They make both consoles worth having. I said yes. I, I yeah. just bought a PS4 on the Black Friday deal because nice. I knew I wanted to have a, sure. both consoles eventually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, I knew the Black Friday deal with the way the PS4 has been selling, it's probably the best deal I'm going to get for a while. And so, yeah, now like I'm stoked to play the Halos and the Quantum Breaks and the Forzas yeah. on on Xbox. And I'm stoked to play, you know, the... Uh, you know the Grim Fandangos yeah. and the the forests yeah. on PS4. Yeah, and I think it's it's just awesome that that we've kind of we're covering off on all bases. But yeah, it does. It, it is interesting, I think, to see the the diametrically opposed strategies that seem to be going on yeah. here. Yeah, it's fascinating. I play so many PC games now that I often forget about the variety of games on consoles, like the exclusivity thing, like this is coming to PlayStation but not Xbox because it's already in my mind associated as like being available, like The Forest. Right. Yeah. You saw that trailer and you were like, I'd never heard of this. Yeah. And Turns out it's on Steam Early Access Yeah, it's right just now. been there and it's awesome and it's, uh, like, it's just weird to me well, that like we still think in that way, right? Yeah. I don't and, know. And to that exact point, that was the game that actually made me, I tweeted this out and it got, you know, a lot of actually mostly intelligent, smart responses and it's, you know, I'm a, I've had... On my shopping list, I would love to get in the next year a new iPad, but it's like that's expensive. You know, yeah. it's not a cheap thing. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I have an iPad, I use it all the time, and it's getting a little long in the tooth. And I, I have a really old computer. I don't do a lot of play a lot of games on it, but I just need a new computer straight yeah. up because mm-hmm. I'm running. It's pretty old, but if I'm going to do a new one, I would want to do it right. And I talked to Dan Stapleton, our sort of PC expert, and he's like. Yeah, you know, about a thousand bucks to really build something sweet. Yep. I know there are people mm-hmm. out there like, oh, you could do five hundred, yeah, yeah. whatever, but. Mm-hmm. To me, when I look at things like The Forest and, and all these other, you know, Grim Fandango and Day of the Tentacle, I, I say this in a totally nice way, complimentary way. I think the PS4 is the most affordable gaming PC you can possibly <laughs> totally agree. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes, it's actually because, a really good point. Because yeah. it is getting so much steam runoff that, I mean, you talk to somebody like Colin, like, he's patient. He will wait. He saw Shovel Knight and he's like, this game's incredible. Can't wait to replay it on Vita when, it's in, when it inevitably comes to Vita. Yeah, yeah. And it did. Like, everything is coming to PlayStation because they make it so easy for devs to get onto all three platforms. Yeah, and so many of the rad, like, indies, uh, you know, between Vita, PS3, and PS4 are games like Hotline Mammy and Rogue Legacy and Spelunky. Like, all these games that, yeah, yep. you could have been playing on PC a while ago, but mm-hmm. now you can play it on console. And, yep. and it does seem like Microsoft has been hesitant to sign those kind of games, yeah. whether it's because of the whole indie oh, yeah. clause, you know, the yeah. parody yeah. clause or whatever. But, I mean, yeah, it's not to say Microsoft doesn't have that stuff because... Volga the Viking was just free on Xbox Right, one. and one of probably my... Th- I would say, along with Halo 5 and maybe Quantum Break, the, the other game I'm most excited about for 2015 is Inside. Yeah. And, ah, and oh, don't, don't forget about Ori. And Ori's going to yeah. be great, too, yeah. when that ships in early 2015, you know, and just mm-hmm. not not long from now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're out there, but it does seem... Sony's been very, very aggressive mm-hmm. about yeah. it. And they're making it, it, again, not... One of those games, none of them, 
say, I got to buy the console for that sure. game. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's about the quantity. It, it starts building up where it's like, wow, this is an impressive <clears throat> library of interesting things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I didn't see coming, I remember you know, when they were doing the, the PlayStation introduction for the PS4 and they hauled all the indie developers out on stage. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. And we're like, oh, yeah, it's the first year. This will give them lots more you know, in their catalog for that yeah. first year. This will yeah. bridge the gap to the – I don't – what I didn't see coming was that they're just going to keep at it. Yeah. Um, I mean, because that's. Like, hey, it yeah. wasn't a BS I mean, thing Sony, in the beginning. Right. First party studios are, you know, they've kind of had a slow start to the generation. Uh, yeah. Games like Killzone and Drive yeah, Club have really. They had a, let's put it, I mean, they had a horrible, they've had a horrible fall as far as games go. Sure. Little Big Planet 3 is the only PlayStation game of Yeah, that had a rocky that had a rocky yeah. launch. And, and Drive Club, both of and them. And Drive Club which was yeah. a, an online nightmare whereas Microsoft had their own <laughs> online nightmare with Master Chief Collection but also Sunset Overdrive Forza. which is one of my oh, yeah. you know game of the year picks yeah. and yeah, Forza which is amazing. Yeah. And we don't know uh, we know a lot more about what Microsoft first party studios are doing in 2015 and 2016 than we do with Sony. That's we true. don't know what that other Guerrilla Games game I mean, is. We don't know what Sony yeah. Ben's doing. And it is, it's already taking shape. I mean, you can see why it's like you want to have an Xbox in 2015. You look at their, I can predict their fall lineup right now. I'll bet you Quantum Break ships in August because Remedy is uh, August. not known for getting things out quickly, but then when they get it out, it's amazing. Yeah. So I'll bet you I'll bet you it's going to be like that cool August window, sure, which right. has become you know popular in recent years. The pre-get-out-of-the-way-of-October like get out of the way of October yeah. window. <laughs> August for Quantum Break. Uh, September is Forza Motorsport 6. October is Rise of the Tomb Raider. And November is Halo 5. That's We're, a uh, sick lineup. You've got to have an Xbox where, So totally separate quality concern. Where's yeah. Fable fit in that? Uh, I don't... I think... Like summer earlier, you think, I think maybe another probably, August game? Maybe, yeah, probably. I, I'm not sure. I don't even know what to make of Fable. Yeah. I, I've been vocal about it's a weird game. How I haven't liked what I've played. I don't like the direction that it's taking the franchise. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I'm. I wonder if Microsoft knows what they want. I'm sure they know what they want to sure. do with it, but I don't. I don't. I couldn't even hazard a guess as to what. Hmm. I don't think shipping Fable Legends as we have seen it. As a holiday AAA game is yeah. a good idea. I think I think you're right. I think it's that's it's like a make it a summer game. <laughs> try to get it some organic uh, word of mouth, yeah. and maybe it'll get going. You think Forza Six is going to come out next year? Hundred percent. Yes. yes, I would absolutely make an in and out bet on Stop it. Stop! What? <laughs> you guys have a gambling addiction. <laughs> Come on, yeah, man. that's the problem. I'll give you odds. I'll give you odds. He, he just wants more hamburgers. He just wants more hamburgers. Uh, so like what, what's, yeah, so 20, a, then what's 2016? Crackdown Gears? C- Crackdown, Phantom Dust, Gears of War. Uh, Gears will be the November game. I would also bet there's a Gears of War collection codes. next year. Yeah. There's a good chance. Good like chance. one, two, and three in like yeah. September, October. No judgment October. thrown in there? Just no. the Marcus Venus? No. Marcus Gears of War collection. Boom! I did it. You're welcome, Phil. I did it. Take that one it's straight working. to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Take it to the I bank and the it. check will bounce. Isn't that like the third like like Anakin Skywalker thing you've done today? I've been doing, doing a lot of Anakin stuff today. You have been. I love that Jake Lloyd. Face, oh. Facebooking with <laughs> Jake Lloyd. He's going places. Facebooking with Jake Lloyd. <laughs> is this pod racing? I can't tell. Is this? This is pod racing. Okay. <laughs> I got it. So, uh... <laughs> well, I, this podcast is now just <laughs> floating in space. Adrift. Someone talk about that right now. <laughs> Ryan, Please, someone say, say something. something. Stop it. Ryan, I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you out to dry. Ryan. 
You got one more in you? <laughs> Something orth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> God. This is not a, like, this isn't things anymore. This, this segue <laughs> isn't orth making uh, right now. I'm uh, so sorry, Adam. Ooh. Adrift, spelled yeah. 1997 style, ADR1FT. <laughs> I'm going to start calling it ADR1FT. Maybe that's the real name. It's actually uh, ADR1Foot. That sounds like a one rapper. <laughs> ADR1Foot? Yeah. Sounds like a... <laughs> actually, ADR1FT, that's my license plate. That's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mitch, what is this game? Yeah, Talk so, to me. This was announced at the Game Awards. So one, it, about the only Xbox game announced at the Game Awards. Microsoft sat it out. Yeah, they did. Uh, Adrift, so this is the Adam Orth game. Uh, Adam Orth was a creative director at Microsoft. He was the uh, hashtag deal with the guy. He became an independent developer after that and announced that he was doing this space game called Adrift. And very few people had seen it, but those who had were tweeting about it as like, yo, this is like Gravity the video game. You just you wake up in space and... You just figure it out. There's no combat. It's all like, for, he calls it a first-person experience, FPX. <sighs> nope. See, again, 1997. What's with the That's, X? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, and it's it's just about, like, you're this astronaut, and the very, very short demo they showed during the Game Awards is her trying to find oxygen and, like, floating through Wait, this. do we know it's a female character? Did yeah, she, I mean... It's, I just couldn't remember from the There's trailer. no dialogue, but, it, like, it sounds like a woman. Okay. Is that, like, that scene in Space Camp? So... Like, where he has to go and find... The, never mind. I'm sorry. So it sorry, literally man. is Gravity the Movie the Game. Pretty much, yeah. If I mean, it's a stranded female astronaut... Peter Jackson's King Kong, the movie, the game. Yeah. Street Fighter, well, the movie, the fighting, Marty the game, the, the movies. I, I'm picking the movie up. Game. I want to read this quote. Yeah, hit me. So Animorph tweeted, things yes. Adrift does not have. Hit me. Guns, yeah. bullets, enemies, cutscenes, mm -hmm. famous mm -hmm. actors, or, play or paywalls. His next tweet, things Adrift does have. Spinach, Latin, game mechanics, computers, sweet particle effects, really fun <laughs> controls. Really fun controls. I love all those things. I think you I got the what you got that. W... Oh uh, well, it's uh, there's a PC version that supports Oculus Rift. Oh, that's true. So that sounds right. amazing. So it's also like I would have to assume this is going to be a game that you have to navigate in 3D space in a very interesting way, like a first-person game that is you're a person, you are not a ship, you're you not have flying no around. Yeah, like you just have yeah. to kind of like figure <laughs> it out, which is uh, oh! interesting yeah. because there was another game that was also revealed at the Game Awards, uh, the Fulbright oh, yeah. Company's Tacoma, and that is also a it's a seemingly first person no shooter uh, hold the shooter yeah ah. <laughs> first person hold the shooter an FPHTS <laughs> um, set on a space station called the, the Tacoma and I believe <clears throat> that in their blog post they said they're sort of figuring out how to navigate in places where gravity is strange yeah. how to navigate hmm. in first person So I love that yeah, what if these are the same game? You get to the end of Drift and you find the character from Tacoma. You get down to Tacoma. You get knocked you out at the end of Tacoma and you wake up in a drift. And you find Joanna Drift, who later goes on to be Joanna Dark. Dark. Do you think that series is ever going to come back? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll bet. Stop betting hamburgers, <laughs> you fat piece of shit. I will gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Uh, this is a bet that only you can win, though. If I was like, I'll bet you it never comes back. Like, I'll be waiting a long time for that burger. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how you get from Adrift to Joanna Dark. I don't Because her name was Joanna. Well, the lead character of Adrift is named Joanna Adrift. If you haven't <laughs> seen the teaser trailer for uh, Adrift. ADR One Foot. Uh, Check it out on IGN. I, I was really impressed by sure. it. Sure, looks rad. And I'm all for, I love first person sort of 
FPXs? Yes, I love FPXs. I'm just going to go out and say it. Yeah, stuff like Gone Home, Firewatch. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Banishing yeah. Ethan Carter. So excited Ooh. about Firewatch. Our buddy's going to the Rapture. Our <laughs> See, now, tipsy. Actually, just to circle back, Firewatch. Yeah. yeah. That's a game that at this point... I would, PC expect, only, right? I would expect Sony to pick up the phone and be sure. like, we want that on PS4. Yeah. Phil, pick up the phone and pick it up. Firewatch on Xbox oh, yeah. One. 1-800 Campos Santos. 1-800 Sean Vanneman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, a drift looks cool. I'm, I'm yeah. totally yeah. down for it. it. It's going to be good. Uh, and on that note, did you guys also, I know you, the answer is yes. Jared, did you get a chance to watch the Game Awards? Uh, no, I, I unfortunately that night I was unavailable uh, doing medical type stuff. Yeah. Uh, I caught the very very end um, and uh, watched some of the trailers afterward. Cool. You guys, uh, Marty and Mitch, you guys covered it. Yes, sir. Yeah. What, what did you think? Because I was tweeting about it all night. I'm curious what you guys thought of it. Uh, you know, besides the fact that Microsoft made a conscious decision to not show up based on your <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, right. that was weird. It was also almost noticeable because Nintendo showed up with three things. Yeah, I'm like when Nintendo is is when revealing Zelda it, gameplay. Yeah, and Microsoft isn't there with a Halo trailer. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Um, minor squabbles of it, like it was a little too long, and the the actual production was weird. Weird three quarter shots from weird behind of people's faces. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, but game like it's all, it, December is usually a pretty quiet time, so it was rad to have all these trailers for all these games that I want to play, like AAA games, indie games, and yeah. the next day it's a Sony thing. Like. Yeah, I I have to give Keeley a lot of credit. Jeff Keeley is the yeah. guy that puts that on. I mean, you know, last year's VGX was you know I think it was was not a great viewing experience. Yeah. Yep. There's a grease uh, fire. <clears throat> and, but, yeah, yeah. Well, but to his credit, I mean, I thought this year he it was it was a fantastic show. It's mm. those shows. I mean, I've put on. I've helped put on things that are a tenth of that size here at IGN, and so I can. It's really hard yeah. to build a show like that. Yeah, production so I really sucks. Really tip my cap. It was definitely too long. I mean, it, I, I the first hour I was like super engaged. Yes. Yeah. And then it sort of hit a lull, and that lull kept going, and it was just <laughs> it was too long. A show's three hours. Yeah. And people are tweeting me. Well, the Oscars are three hours. I was like, well, everyone also complains that the Oscars are too long. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think if I think I think Jeff will tighten it up to like ninety minutes next year, and then it'll be an awesome yeah. show. The that- problem with that though is that that entails probably having fewer awards, which is the biggest problem with the show. Is that it is still not an awards show. Like I, I thought the production was great. I thought it was a cool show. Mm-hmm. It did not celebrate games in the same way that his opening, his incredible opening monologue suggested it would. Yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a fair point, but there's. Unfortunately, sad reality is no one – it's not financially viable to oh, of put course. on an award show. And I still sure. think they should That's totally sad. be like able the, to – The BAFTAs exist. Yeah. yeah. And that, those are real, sort of the re- – Quote. With all due respect, the sort of, sort of real yeah. video game yeah. awards the, that are – Yeah, because like, I mean like no one watches the Oscars because they hope new trailers are going to be shown. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. not a thing. Yeah. Hmm. Like the Oscars are about it's like, about recognition, yeah, well, recognition for the finest achievements in film of that year. Whereas these things, I would be willing to bet a vast majority of the people who tuned in did not care about the Roberta Williams, you know, retrospective, which, which is awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. But they just wanted to see, you know, what Zelda looks like. But that's a so, great point. Like that. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. After you. I mean, just the, real quick on the Roberta Williams thing. That's a really interesting thing there, right? Because it wasn't just about, hey, we have a new King's Quest reveal. It was also, this is a Lifetime Achievement Award, yeah. and this is why these people matter. And but it's it interesting to, that. And they, they paired it well with the King's Absolutely. Quest Absolutely. That was yeah. probably my favorite part of the show, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, well, it, that's, the that's the, the new game looked awesome, by the way. Sure. Yes. So I missed this thing. Uh, what was the moment of the night? Uh, I mean, that, mm. was, that was up there. So they brought, Roberta and was Ken? Ken Williams? Yep. Yes. Uh, right. Sort of a 
Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, was it Neil Druckmann handed yep. it out? Um, and then they Mystery House and all, huh? Yeah, yeah awesome. absolutely. They literally passed the, not literally, but they met, figuratively passed the torch to, the, I love that the new the new developer of this new King's Quest, remember, oh, but, Telltale had the rights. They yeah, were going to yeah. do yep. a game, and then they ended up passing on it. They yeah. ended up not doing it. The Odd Gentleman. Yeah. Are making that Winterbottom. Who, yeah, yeah, the adventure, the misadventures, or adventures? Misadventure. misadventures of the, PB Winterbottom. Fun fact about those guys: they started as college students. They were a t- hmm. it, PB Winterbottom was when they were in school. That is, and they've wow, transitioned gnarly. to becoming. Rad. Yeah, yeah, good for them. I'm still wishing there was a literal torch, though. They awesome. passed. She passed the the hat. Yeah, a hat. Okay. The hat so passing. There's a hat passing. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Hats. Are, hats are like torches. Yeah, but uh, the Koji Kondo stuff was cool. Yeah. yeah. The, I didn't like those Imagination Dragons. So I, I, they kept hyping up the Imagine Dragons performance nonstop, and I was like, "Get that! Just get this garbage band out of here! <laughs> I can't stand Imagine Dragons." Yeah. But then they performed, and it was awesome because it was with. this really low key performance with Koji Kondo. Yeah. And the No Man's Sky stuff was cool. Oh my yes. god! Yeah, it just looks neato. Now that that I watched afterward, mm-hmm. I was very happy to see. I'm, yeah. I can't wait for that game. I those guys take a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that in a good way. All right. Uh, How do they say so, so optimistic? Yeah, well done, Jeff Keighley. Yeah. I mean, it was a great first year. Yeah, excellent, yeah, awesome. excellent show. Looking forward to the next year's version. Just the awards? Get, they're going to get rid of the G? They got rid of the V. Now they're going to get rid That's of the G. That's true. Yeah, we're down to the awards. Now it's just the games. And then the year after, it's just going to be the apostrophe S. Buzz. <laughs> Buzz. 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 I got excited for that. You going to watch those? No. <laughs> the Witcher 3 got delayed. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. The really great <laughs> thing is that when they clip out this segment of the podcast, the segment will begin with The Witcher 3 got delayed and us all laughing. <laughs> 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 like, why are they laughing at the misfortunes of the whole shit? <laughs> uh, this is now the second, possibly third time this game has been delayed. Sure. To no one's surprise. I mean, it's a massive game. Yeah. yeah. Huge. I mean, also... I doubt this has anything to do with it, but Dragon Age set a pretty high bar this fall as like, hey, big open world, awesome fantasy RPG. Right. Our game is amazing. Now it's your turn, Witcher. And so if they, you know, I'm sure they're hoping that their game is something that will even exceed yeah. that. And so I'm uh, mm. personally, I'm all for delays. Me too. Yeah. Every, Every time, time there's a delay, I'm yeah. like, yes. Finish it. I, I don't want food poison. I adore The Witcher 2. I yep. want him to get it right. Go ahead. Take your time, guys. Yeah. I can wait. It'll be there. Good game at the end. Fine. I, I think we're at a point in video games where no one should ever be upset about a delay because there's so many other great games to always play at yeah. any given mm-hmm. time. Not only are yeah dozens of rad games going to come out before May 19th, but my backlog is awful right now. It's just yeah. horrible. I, th- this fall is disgusting. My backlog could, could just if, beat up a child. If Master Chief Collection <laughs> had been delayed until February to get it all cleaned yeah. up, Nobody would have missed a beat. I'd been like, well, I'm playing a Sunset Overdrive and yep. Far Cry 4, and then Mar- Fast- Master Chief would have come out. What if mm-hmm. all the games that released <laughs> like that were delayed? So no Assassin's Creed this fall, no Crew this fall, no Drive Club this fall, no Little Big Planet this fall, <laughs> no Halo this fall. Ugh. We, we yeah. would have no had lots to play. We would have had lots to play. play. Exactly. Just Dragon Age would, yeah. have, would have covered off on all of it. Yeah, yeah. You, you, can, you can get a good 100 hours out of that, no problem. Dark Enough. 2015 is already looking really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we did our around the office. Uh, what oh, yeah. what game we're excited for most? And like, I watched that. and I'm like, man, excited for all these games. And I started thinking of all the games we didn't talk about. Yep. And I'm like, holy crap! Like, none of us mentioned Below or The Witness. And I'm like, all oh, these games. Yeah. Are I was gonna yeah. do. I was gonna do Inside. Yeah, but then I was like, I better say Halo. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody else has said it yet. Yeah. 
And also Halo. And no one said Metal Gear, which is insane. Wow. That is insane. I, no I one think, said Metal Gear? I think yeah. nobody said Metal Gear because expecting Everyone that assumed. game in 2015 is extremely optimistic. Ah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Kept you waiting. So, yeah. Uh, May 19th oh. for The Witcher 3. This is not a problem. The, the developer, CD no. Projekt Red, was very cool about it. They said they wrote a blog post the, announcing this saying, quote, we owe you an apology. We set the release date too hastily. It's a hard lesson, one to take to heart for the future. We know what we want to make Wild Hunt. We know what we want to do to make Wild Hunt one of the best RPGs you will ever play, and we continue to work hard to achieve just that. So we apologize and ask for your trust. I don't think, especially after, as you said, Marty, after this fall, no one should ever complain about a delay no, ever. Again. I'm all fine. I'm fine with <laughs> Batman getting delayed like a week after the release date was announced or whatever yeah. that happened. After the game was announced, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Batman yeah. Com- announced coming this, Knight, fall. coming this fall. JK. Coming this fall. Coming at June. Yeah. JK. June. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, that's fine with me. Get it right. As long yeah. as it comes out, as long as it's good in the end. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm so happy. Last Guardian. I'm so happy looking at this paper, though, yeah. Ryan, because the next mention on here, it, there's a Tecmo Super Bowl. Take reference. us home, Jared. Yes. All right, so. <laughs> Bo Jackson coming to Madden NFL 15 in Ultimate Team. Is he a one-man wrecking crew like in Tecmo Bowl for the NES? First, that's Tecmo Super Bowl. Got to get that one right. Yeah, my bad. A so, bit of a difference just there. doing nothing but throwing Bo Jackson TDs. was the first character to ever be OP. Okay. So. <laughs> Bo, Bo, OP. Yeah, Bo Jackson and Lawrence Taylor in that game yeah. are man Bo knows uh, OP. Yeah. But, yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl. You know, do we even have to talk about Bo Jackson? We just talk about Tecmo Super Bowl and how wonderful yes. it is, please, for the it's, rest of the podcast. I, it is literally the perfect sports game. I don't know how yes. many hours I yes. spent playing that yeah. game oh, as a so, kid. To this day, people update the rosters. Yep. Uh, really? All, oh, yeah. and the team. Yeah, yeah they, they've figured out a way to squeeze the expansion teams into the cartridge. So all 32 yeah. teams are there. Oh, my God. All the new players' rosters are updated every year. Yeah. Why aren't um, we doing a Let's Play video I, on this right now? I, I have, have pushed for that a couple of times. I'm going to try again this year. Just right. stop uh, asking would, and just do it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. I, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you have the po- you're one of the few people in this office who has the power to actually record this <laughs> and edit it and put it up yeah. on But the- I'm timid and weak. <laughs> um, just take a swig of your pee water jug there. There and we are. We, jug. we call it bourbon. We I really, <laughs> really have to urinate right now. <laughs> I really do. This was a terrible idea. Well, we'll take uh, our time to the Marketplace Report. So. Yeah. And so, coming out this week... Nothing. Right there's right. nothing coming out. <laughs> yeah, retail. Uh, nothing. There's literally no games out well, this week Yeah, there's a digi game. There's a digi... <laughs> It's like a Digimon game called Laura Croft and the Temple of Osiris. <laughs> Digimon. Assuming Osiris as in the figure that the Wu-Tang Clan raps about <laughs> often and not the Egyptian goddess. Uh, this is a $20 Xbox One game. It is a four-player co-op adventure game. It's a cool video game. Our review is up. Yes. Yeah. What I like about this game in practice, because I've only played it. I played a little bit back at E3, but mm-hmm. not since. Not since the it's been finished, but... It actually, the game adapts based, it adapts its puzzles based on if you have one player, yeah. two players, three or four. Yeah. It completely now, scales its puzzle. Are, are those four characters different like they were? Yes. In, okay. Yes, there's awesome. two humans and then two uh, space magicians. <laughs> I don't know who they are in the story, but they got lasers. And and who's who's your favorite lord in this game? Oh my god, there's, uh, uh, there's Mumra. <laughs> From Thundercats. Uh, there's, uh, there's Billy Blanks, the Tybo Master. There's uh, Geralt. That's his 2014 game? That's his 2014 game. There's, the, there's top three. There's more we could play. Yeah. We can also play Destiny, 
The Dark Below, the sequel to <laughs> Speaker Box and The Love Below, the album by Outcast. <laughs> uh, it has a new raid called Crota's End. That's why Destin's not here, because Destin he's, literally has an addiction, <laughs> like a bad addiction. Like is, he has not stopped playing Destiny since Tuesday at yeah. midnight. There are We've times stopped paying Whoa, him. really? Pretty much. Wow. This worries me. He yep. only just showed up this morning, and he was, what do you think he was doing at his desk? Yeah. I, I told him... Um, legally in the state of Cal- California, he's yeah. now common law married to Dustin. He, 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 left, he left his copy at home and he came in to, to play some more. Yeah. He walked over to my desk and he's like, hey, do you have a copy? And, like, and I'm like, no, sorry, my box is empty. I loaned it out to somebody. And I came back, he came back and he started going through the drawers under my desk <laughs> and opening things. And just going through my desk like, like, where is it? got me out my destiny. Yeah, the uh, only thing like, that would make this more of the most destined story I've ever heard is if he started yelling at somebody in public transportation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, so that's happening. I don't happening. get it, man. I don't get that game. Uh, oh. Showtime, anytime apps now there for Xbox One. Xbox, go to Showtime anytime. Thanks, Xbox. Uh, games to, with Gold still going out for December. Ex- to pair with your HBO Go mm-hmm. app, now you don't need TV anymore. Xbox, Congrats. go to Hobogo. What, what's, what's even on Showtime? The uh, Nick? <laughs> I don't know. The Nick was on Showtime as Clive Owen. He was in. When I was a kid, that was like the... Like you catch some catch some partial nudity on there from yep. time to yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, Nick. But not quite as good as Cinemax. It was Cinemax. Games for Gold, Worms Battleground on Xbox One, The Raven Legacy of the Master Thief. I almost had the Master Chief. That'd have been a weird game. Uh, <laughs> those two are through the fifteenth, and uh, SSX for three sixty is for the back half of the month. Any guys played Worms Battlegrounds? No, I don't like Worms I, games. No, I hear good things. I'm kind of over it. Like, I used to love them, and now I just don't care. I like Worms games. Yeah. You know what game's dumb? Earthworm Jim. <laughs> uh, yes, that game is over-animated and annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about yeah. top worm games? Shots fired. Top although that, <laughs> although Earthworm Jim is the, the the precursor to the exosuits that have become so popular in video games. <laughs> Wasn't Earthworm Jim and Clay Fighters for some reason? Yeah, Clay Fighters 63 the third. That yeah. one. That game was trash. <laughs> the was real really shiny sometimes. entertainment. Who made that? Shrapnel <laughs> on this video for no reason. <laughs> uh, Remember when Messiah was going to be like the next best oh video game God. of all time? Yeah. Is he for Salt and Earth with Jim? Would he melt? I hope so. Right, why did I interrupt Messiah? Is Sorry, that what happens, happens when you put salt on a worm? Is no, it actually, melts? it's a slug. It melts. It's a slug. It, it slug. melts? It melts, yeah. yeah. Yeah, things well, I learned as a I child. I thought it just died. No, it melts. It actually melts. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, like, it's like, it's like a molecular... Yeah, it'd be it's, like if they poured acid on you. Yeah, this planet, this this planet's got to go. There's this a lot of lot, a lot of cruelty in nature. <laughs> How's that even fair? But I know it's just they, they maybe I don't know. It's like the circle of salt against witches. Maybe slugs are part witch. I don't know. Its greatest weakness is a spice. Yeah, that's true. zesty spice. What happens if you pour kosher salt on them? Uh, I don't know. What about tried? Mobas. What about no? You get mobas when you pour. What about seasoning fish? salt? Seasoning salt? Well, it's still got salt in it, so probably still. What about good. top ten salts? Uh, the Angelina Jolie video game and movie Salt, Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper. Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt. Both the band and, and, the, and the character. The character from oh, that's like two. Right there. All right. There's a Veruca Salt in Buffy. That one. Okay. Yeah. I went to a fancy oh. restaurant somewhat recently. Marty, you were there, and they had like six different oh kinds of God, salt. That was. And I didn't even know what to do. Dude, I was yeah. like. 
I don't know what this explaining. means. Oh, you yeah. got like the jalapeno salt for your popcorn? Oh, no. It was just, there was, it was crazy. There was like white salt, black salt. Yeah, there was black salt. That's pepper. No, no, there was black salt. No. There was black salt, though. No. It was really weird. There was like rock salt. Veto. I veto yeah. black salt. There was like, rock what is, salt? I don't oh, probably. understand the difference. And then I was tasting them like... Apparently I'm uh, Neanderthal because I can't taste the difference. Neither can I. It's just six different salts, five with food coloring on them. That's the Apparently. Yeah. Salt Lick? It's Salt. No. Salt Lick City? <laughs> that's an awesome name for a barbecue place. Salt Lick City? Salt Lick City? That's actually yeah. pretty good. We are opening that tomorrow. Wow. That's, that's so good. really good. Hey, no one take it. That's my All idea. All the transplanted Utahns will come flocking to our restaurant. Like Sean Finnegan. Sean's from chum, Utah? Chomp, 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 chomp. <laughs> Sean the Shark Finnegan. Chomp Finnegan. Get oh, us, my goodness. Get us the hell out of this. All right. We'll be right Please. back with uh, Unlock Block. We'll give away a copy of Limbo. We've got plenty of them now for Xbox One. Yay. Unlock Block. Can you take on the challenge? Yeah. Right, stop looking at your phones. Sorry. Don't want to talk to me during the break. We were just we were researching the answer for the trivia oh, question. Oh, cheating? Yeah. I was looking up what is a Dota because I want to impress Mitch. Mitch That's, is my hot date tonight. <laughs> uh, tomorrow for our company holiday party. Yeah. You guys are yeah. going to you know, yeah. arm in arm. Yeah. Did you hear this mistletoe thing from TGI Fridays? Oh, my God. What? So there, Do tell. Uh, the headline was a uh, woman's nose almost chopped off by uh, TGI Friday's mistletoe drone. So what? in TGI Friday, Wait, they fly a drone with mistletoe yep, on it. Yep. So it was like a drone, like one of those, like looks like a UAV in a Call of Duty. So game. there's some busboy flying it from the back. Room? Evidently, and it, the mistletoe is supposed to drop down, and couples are supposed to smooch. So like when Mitch and I get the appetizer platter, yeah, yeah. we're gonna smooch afterwards. Yeah, but, unlimited breadsticks. Yeah, dude. but then it's worth it. But then it, it what dropped down a little too much and nicked her nose, and her nose was just bleeding. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, this is the how who gets paid for ideas of mistletoe <laughs> drones? Like that is a drunk idea that. Should never leave a bar, like that. Sh- that idea should never leave the confines of a bar. He's Correct. like, well, he the kid was probably controlling it. It was one of those probably ones that has an iPhone control. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then he got a he, he got like, a call. He had, to, he, or he had to tweet. It was like, oh, what's this? And then just oh, then, I forgot. I disfigured this one. <laughs> now she looks like Dark My Man. Nose. <laughs> Remember Dark Man? Yeah, dude. Now she can go as Rudolph. Oh God. Um, oh, man. She don't got no nose. Get it? Because her nose is gushing blood. Can we do the trivia now? Yeah. Thursdays. Mitch Power. So uh, Jared automatically wins, even though he's not here, just because sure. we love him when we missed mm-hmm. him. He'd probably he, had, get it right. he had to step out for an important phone call, so we thank Jared for uh, sitting in with us this week. It was yep. good to hear from him. Follow him on Twitter at Petty you know Jared. I like him better than Destin. What? Suck what? it, Destin. No, I, just, I love both guys. They're great. No, this isn't like, oh, I love all my kids equally. Who do you love more? <laughs> Gun you guys, because you're here. Boom. Shark Finnegan. Pretty much chumps. whoever's here I love. Okay. Nailed it. Uh, Mitch Power donated last week, we mentioned, and we weren't able to give his prize away, so we'll try again. I hope I pronounce. Phil has been following me on Twitter forever, but I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'm going to go with, is it hopefully Natchum? I would, like Natchum. I would assume yeah. it's Natchum. As opposed to Nachum. 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 German. Nachum. Phil, we're going to go with Natchum, and he can correct Nachum. me. Nachum. Phil Natchum. Uh, send in this one because it's it's live arcade related. It's in the spirit of Limbo, yeah. the prize. Limbo was originally released on Xbox 360 as part of 2010's Summer of Arcade. Which of these games was not also a part of 2010's Summer of Arcade? Hydro Thunder Hurricane, Castlevania Harmony of Despair, Toy Soldiers, or Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light? Which of those was not a Summer 2010? Was there only one Guardian? Arcade? Wasn't Guardians of Light? No. 
No, it was um, the the dude was the guardian of light. Oh, no. That's right. Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, all four all four of these were some of arcade games. I do not believe that's true. Dun, dun, dun. I dun, think dun. my answer is D, Lara Croft and the Guardian so of Light. My, my I, answer is also D, just because I didn't think that came out in 2010. Yeah, I think it came out in 2011. Uh, yes, that and yeah, I don't think it was XBLA or some of arcade. Interesting. So we're both going with D. According to Phil, it was Toy Soldiers. Phil, you... Sorry, gentlemen. Phil! You'll both be. Uh, I have so little going for now. me, and Phil just he just took a <laughs> little I had left. Phil, you are just... the mistletoe aerial drone that cuts the <laughs> my nose of hope off. I don't know what that bleak. Means. I'm, look, I'm looking up. I don't trust Phil. Donate generously to help I don't trust Phil. A new nose of hope <laughs> this holiday. Remember that movie, Toy Soldiers? That was a dumb movie. Is that uh, with Tommy that... Lee Jones and? He was, oh, the, he was yeah. the lead soldier Where the guy. the toys came to life. Yeah. The animated, like, yep. aggro toys. Yeah. Wasn't, no, wasn't... It's like Toy Story, but for little bros. But wasn't you're thinking small, Phil Hartman small. in that? Another Phil? I think you were thinking of Small Soldiers. Oh. Oh, oh that's oh. what I'm thinking of. Uh, so it came out for XBLA uh, March 3rd, 2010. So March theory. 3rd, Dang. not summer. That's not summer. <laughs> Dang. You guys are so wrong. Phil's That game right. is considerably Phil. older than I thought it was. We got knockemed. Knock him dead, Phil. Woo! <laughs> I don't know. I'm so tired. Well done, Phil. Uh, you've won yourself a copy of Limbo yeah. for Xbox One. Enjoy it. Congrats. It, it's a great game. game I, I'm almost to the end again, and mm-hmm. I've turns out I've forgotten most of that game because yeah. my memory apparently sucks, and I've also played like seven bajillion games since 2010. Sure, sure. And it's kind of nice, actually. Yeah. Not did you get to that like weird game. anti-gravity thing yet? Did you ever get to the... Did you ever yes, find the secret Alpha? What? The what? Did you ever find the secret hell thing? No. It's like super hard to find. Look up a YouTube video. Never heard Here's of it. Here's a pro tip for an easy 70 gamer score if you're playing it on Xbox One. When the game starts, go left. Boom. Boom. 70 free points. Pro tip. Suck it, Wikis team. We're taking your <laughs> job now. Go left. Y'all fired. Sorry, Jared. Thanks for joining us. Also, I do not know how to use any of your equipment, so please teach me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you would like to be a winner of a copy of Limbo for Xbox One, send an Xbox-related trivia question along with four multiple-choice answers. Note the correct one. And since we're giving you a digital code, we don't need your shipping address. So there. Mitch, where can they send that to? Unlocked.gn.com. Love it. Dot guru. Dot gov. IGN.gov. Dot MailChimp. <laughs> MailChimp. MailCrimp. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's plug a Listen few things. Listen to cereal. Yeah. Start with IGN Prime, the one I voluntarily choose to plug. Real talk. Suck at other plugs my bosses told me finally to Finally got IGN yeah. Prime. I only plug things oh, I you believe did? in. Yeah. Did you talk to Tate? Yeah. I finally got IGN Prime. I got it Are you 30 seconds now? after email. Well, yeah, because I'm doing a feature where uh, I'm building the... Uh, the Best trailers of 2014. Ain't got yeah. time for pre-roll. Ain't got time for f- 14 pieces of pre-roll. Yeah. No. So that was nice. Valuable, right? It is awesome, actually. 30 it's bucks legit. a year. IGN.com slash Prime. You'll also get beta access to certain games and free games every now and again, as well as just paying our salaries, keeping the lights on. So yeah. we would love it if you would subscribe to IGN Prime and you'll have a better IGN viewing experience. That money goes straight into Ryan's in and out fund. <laughs> into Ryan's gambling addiction. The paying <laughs> off is booking. I love that I have, a, I have a company credit card, but it's only good at in and out It's just yes. a company gift card. <laughs> <laughs> they just recharge it every yeah, now Yeah, again. it's like a clipper card. <laughs> you know what? That I want actually, that. I will have that. Yes. Yeah. Can I have that, please? I'll pick my hotel. You just give me an in and out card. Huh? I want to thank Jared Petty for hanging out. His, you can follow him on Twitter at Petty, Jared, spelled out. Petty, Jared. He's C-S-C-O-M-M-A. awesome. Yeah, he's he is pretty much uh, like a fighter. What? Never mind. 
Anyway, huh? he does. He said MMA. If if you've watched any like GTA wiki stuff, it was probably made by Jerry. Yep, mm-hmm. He is loves that game, and obviously with the new version out on Xbox One, PS4, he'll uh, he's continuing to to do a lot of GTA coverage. So. Yeah. Um, He's the guy to thank for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Marty, I'm going to you. Plug things. Yeah. Uh, Plug yourself, that son. Feature, the feature I just mentioned on the uh, best trailers of 2014 will be up uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Th- on Thursday. So possibly the day you're listening to this, possibly the day after. Or maybe you're listening to this from the future. Yeah. Today's Wednesday, not yeah, Thursday. But if you are listening to it today, but the day after would be. If you're listening to it today, Today's it's the Wednesday. day after. And if you're listening to it tomorrow, what? not everyone just immediately listens to it. The feature well, is going up tomorrow. Right, Thursday. but the podcast is going up today. I'm super confused. <laughs> we just gotta, we gotta when, press that through. When will then be now? <laughs> That's Soon. Question. That's a really good question. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Uh, our game of the year nominees are going up soon. I just recorded a video today. Can't. I guess I don't want to spoil that. No spoilers. Ten very rad games. Yes. Also, mm-hmm. literally, as we just said, you should listen to a podcast called Serial. Yes. S E R I A L. Does that have anything good. to do with video games? It is so good. Yeah, it's like a spinoff of uh, This American Life, but it's uh, each episode chronicles. It's all chronicling the exact same court case murder from uh, 1999, but it's just amazing storytelling. Yep. And just amazing radio. And, and, it's like, and amazing journalism. Yeah. So it's like the Tales from the Borderlands of NPR? It is. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. it is, boom. It is that. Claptrap pops Solve up. Solve that one for you. Yeah. And if you listen to it, you'll understand why I mentioned I made a male Kimp joke. <laughs> Which literally doesn't make sense no. unless you listen to that Mail podcast. Kimp? Mail Kimp? Mitchell? Uh, I reviewed Vainglory on iOS, and didn't I also do something this week? Did I do work this week at all? Yeah. I thought I did stuff. Well, uh, mentally checked out at this point, right? For the holidays? Yeah. We're going to sure. do some Let's Plays. We've got some Let's Plays lined up. Yeah. Oh, you and I are going to Let's Play a cool new game tomorrow. Yes. That's, uh, is it coming to X? I can't remember if it's coming into Xbox or Definitely not. PlayStation. Yeah, and PC. Yes, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's it for now. Cool. I wanna, now I want to know what game you're playing. You can't tell me? I guess. It's announced uh, that you said Enter the Gungeon. No. It looks like seriously Zelda and old school Zelda, like NES Zelda and NES Contra, got drunk, hooked up, yeah. did it, yeah. had a kid nine months later. And oh, they didn't kid's... use protection. Nope. <laughs> yeah. No, it was Yeah. Yeah. How do I not know about this game? Because you were probably writing a news story when they announced it. Oh, it was announced during Yeah. Oh, see that's the problem with writing news during these award shows. You miss everything. Is that well, yeah, you miss like two thirds of things because you're on a story and then you miss the next two stories until right. your next story comes up. Then you watch. Oh, go watch my handy wrap up of the PlayStation Experience. Exactly. That's that. Boom. Or the Game Awards. Boom. Yeah. Oh. TGAs. Tigas. Yeah. Well, that seems cool. You? Anything you're any, anything that's you're a, that's a that's a image format. Is it? Yeah. It? Probably. Is it? You're thinking of. Uh, Is it like a TIFF? You're thinking of JPEGs. Oh, or that's another image pings. format. Pings. Remember kids picks. That was weird. I don't you don't remember Kids Picks? Nope. No nope. program elementary school. Like one of the first. It was like Oregon Trail, Number Munchers, and Kids Picks. Kids Picks was like Mario Paint, but for did a not PC. have Kids Picks. Had I that played, other stuff. I played actual Mario Paint. Oh man! I think I had not like Math school. Blaster. Sure. I think that was the thing. Yeah, Math Blaster hmm. was the thing. Hmm. Die Katana. <laughs> that <laughs> classic educational game. I'm sure that's been studied at some point. Yeah, for the wrong reasons. Yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. I don't even know if I'm doing anything right now that's yeah. worth Dying Light is still trucking along. Yeah, Dying Light IGN first. A lot of cool videos going on there. Mm-hmm. That game looks rad because it's 
like I said, it's Left 4 Dead plus Mirror's Edge. Yep. Sweet. New IP. Love all it. All on board. Mm-hmm. Choo-choo. Mm-hmm. Get rid of and those they, old gens. Yeah, they ditched them old gen versions. Yeah. It is all about that new consoles. What is that? What is, is ditching old gen like the equivalent of like putting your aging parents into like a sad old people's home? Oh, man. Well, if you're... if. And spending if, that money on a sick new car. If you never visit those parents sure. ever, because that's what's going on but with the, these games. Yeah, never... but the thing was, I had to visit my <laughs> I had to visit my my grandma when I had to review Kingdom Hearts 2.5. The PS3 is my grandma. The 360 is my grandfather. That might be the last time I visit my grandma. <laughs> also, all of my grandparents are dead in real life, so this is weird. <laughs> what is happening, Ryan? Why did you let me talk? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't one of you stop me? There was like six points this episode. One of you should have stopped me. Yep. <laughs> it's more fun That's to let true. it go, really, quite frankly. Let's be honest with ourselves. Somehow, I feel like there's always a Destin on this podcast. And this podcast, I feel like I was the Destin. You were Destin the this ghost episode. of Destin just floating yeah. around the room. We got to have it somewhere, man. Yeah, yeah. trying to find Better those titanium you than scraps or whatever the hell the currency in Destiny is. Titanium scraps? Tinfoil. You tinfoil. Find tinfoil. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Most of you get the show on <laughs> iTunes. Search Podcast Unlocked. Click subscribe. Then it just automatically downloads for you every week. Uh, yeah, Game of the Year awards coming up. All Good kinds of fun you. stuff. Keep an eye on IGN for the rest of the year. And, yeah, we'll have – so we will have a show next week. Mm-hmm. we got to figure out when to record it because we're all going to see The Hobbit as a staff mm. during what would normally be podcast time. Maybe I'm, we'll do it in the morning, Wednesday morning. Sure. Probably. I'm seeing that movie Tuesday night, and I am certainly not seeing it twice. I will probably pass on this staff screening. Okay, well, we'll still have to rearrange the show. Yeah. Even I'll just it. host it alone. <laughs> it's just Mitch <laughs> weeping into a, into a glass of alcohol. How for... weird would that be if on our podcast feed you downloaded it? It's literally 90 minutes of a man of a crying. Man <laughs> that would be That's an a conservative troll. estimate. What if the next episode of Serial was just Sarah Kane crying? <laughs> what? What does that even mean? And not his claptrap. <laughs> For Marty Sleva, Jared Petty, Mitch Dyer, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This was Podcast Unlocked, episode 170. Was it? Three. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Bye bye. Until then, the balcony is closed. What? That was-